I dream my painting, and I paint my dream. Vincent Van Gogh. Recruitmentary. Empowering your employment. This episode is sponsored in part by Forever Hire. You know what? This is a good question. Let's talk about it. Many of the questions that have come in over the past few months have been really similar in tone, moving forward in your career path or changing it completely. So what we're going to be doing is breaking down the process visually for those who are looking to understand what part of the process that they're in and where they should be looking for the next great opportunity and really what to avoid. This will be a moment of honesty and clarity in your decisions for what you choose to do with your future. This is not going to cover every specific job topic and job type and job aspects. And it is based on a Western point of view and experience as a disclaimer. So with that being said, let's dig in. So for the ease of discussion, we're going to break down the types of jobs, generally speaking, and what to really expect from them in the future. Number one, today jobs. Your job today or maybe tomorrow, but definitely today. Very simply put, today jobs, you can usually start or quit today. They require little to no experience, usually involving little pay, long hours, nights and weekend coverage, or very demanding tasks. And this is usually for little more than minimum wage or just for tips. The majority of these jobs will not be your future career and generally are picked up for those who need the experience or just simply need to pay the bills. Gas station workers, restaurant or diner staff, kiosk workers in the mall, Fast food, even certain call center jobs or warehouse and general manual labor work fall into this category. They're usually marked with unconventional hours, high turnover, and little to no room for large growth. They are generally stable with the type of workload that you're going to expect or be responsible for. These jobs are usually slow to give raises, promotions, or potentially throw people into positions that they're really not ready for in order to fill a keyholder or job critical or required position of responsibility. Job stability and retention is about average, with the majority of the labor generally getting burned out, injured, or even moves on to better opportunity. This is ideal for building solid general work experience, public interaction and engagement, cash handling for associated job titles, or even an intro into time management and scheduling, and oh yeah, networking. Number two, seaworthy jobs. Land ho! Or, um, job ho! Uh, or is it job ahead? These jobs have a built-in timer, as most of them, as the name implies, are set up to see if you're a worthy fit and investment on the team in the long run. This is either done by you or intentionally by your boss, an unspoken time frame, incremental review of 90 days, 6 months, and even a year to evaluate your contribution to said team. These opportunities may actually stray clear from your original agreed upon responsibilities and are a testament of dedication, focus, and just how well you can balance your workload with your task list. Tech support tier one and two, senior customer service or store chain supervisors, assistant managers, office managers, bookkeepers, admin assistants, production foremen, doc, belt supervisors, they'd all be great examples of positions that fall into this category. Pharmacy technicians, medical and dental assistants, paralegal, marketing coordinators would also be great examples that fall into this category, and they wouldn't really focus on any obvious review process due to the need of the workload that these individuals fulfill on a daily basis, so they're somewhat exempt. 
They are, however, equally just as evaluated for future consideration or merging of title responsibilities when someone leaves the company unexpectedly. But you may not be readily obvious from the employee's perspective that this is going to happen. Due to the nature of workflow, it's really best to cross-train yourself where possible. If you can see that this direction is going to be profitable, then by all means, dig in. Soak up what you can. If it doesn't come into play for this position and this company and this opportunity, it will absolutely happen for the next. Be mindful if as an employee, if your responsibilities have strayed too far away from what your original work agreement was when you signed on. If you're doing the work of three people, then there should be fair compensation, be it a raise, extra sick days, working remotely, some type of perk. Find a time to sit down with your boss and level with him. Mention and point out the value of having you here and, and what you cover and what you accomplish and how you save the company money, time and accommodations by not hiring someone that they have to keep things going. You know, business owners, think about this situation carefully. This is a person who has a family or kids, student debt, perhaps personal debt or struggling to pay bills. Think about the cost of onboarding another person and having the burn-in time of 90 days to see if it will yield a better progress than the options you have in front of you of a dedicated, hardworking employee already plugged into the system. If your boss agrees, and as does the employee, awesome, congrats. However, if the employer isn't going to invest in you, it's not worth it for you to invest in them. Consider this as your heads up that this may not be where you fit in and just your curtain call. It's also a good time to consider your value and alternative options elsewhere. Remember, the majority of owners are going to do what is in the best interest of the company, not what is in the best interest of a specific employee. Some highlight takeaways from these types of jobs would be clarity of career direction. Do I want to do this long term or, or not? Making mistakes that are not mission critical and creating the understanding of self course correction. Learning the art of judgment calls in the absence of managers, directors, partners, and CEOs. Also, accountability, time management, project management, phone call etiquette, and finesse of wildfire situations with irate, with medium to high value customers. And above all, the value of solid networking. Number three, forerunner jobs. There is no arbiter here for you, Scott. This job category would include key holders, senior level positions that are all about five to seven years of experience or more in a given job, company, or organization. They've proven their worth time and time again. They've made it through company cutbacks, rearrangements, with years of experience, certifications, and recommendations to back it up. Generally speaking, they're mentors in their community, volunteers, or contributors in local events. And they are generally just working towards, or they have attained a small following that recognizes those in this category as industry experience or potentially industry experts. They're active networkers, they're adapters, and they can step in to handle the majority of low to high level issues on the director, owner's, or company's behalf without breaking a sweat. This is, again, avoiding any legal matters, summons, or owner-specific requirements that they need to tend to. They would be the Spock or the Sulu of the team, or if you prefer Han or Chewie, but Han still shot first, though. This would also include Tier 3 IT support, Tier 3 customer service support, high-value financial customer CSRs, business developers, construction superintendents, store managers, senior staff accountants, or low-level controllers, executive assistants, marketing directors, engineers, operation managers, senior human resources personnel, 
DevOps, System Ops, Data Scientists, just to name a few. Many recruiters that reach out to job seekers will more often than not find themselves being contacted for these types of positions. Keep in mind though that there are heavy requirements for these roles, usually including school certifications or degree requirements, direct specific work history experiences that is tailored for this role. Jobs that fall into this category are usually long-term investments with clear salary, bonuses, and expectations up front. Many employees at this stage of their career won't be making too many career changes to their career plan anytime soon. Much of this category of experience is attained while physically on the job and isn't necessarily based on detailed objectives that can be written down. These individuals are usually not available directly for networking events and can spend the majority of their workday in the field, in a back office, or just out developing work relationships and partnerships with vendors, interested parties, or really just part of a multi-level negotiation. So they're really busy. As a job seeker, you'll benefit by working on networking with these career elites, if you will, when and where possible. Uh, LinkedIn, meetup.com, and other similar avenues would be great options to see what it takes to be where they are and see if the position and workload is really something that you'll be able to grow into given the right focus, dedication, and certifications. Remember, nothing beats a warm referral for opportunities like this, except maybe for a, a large stack of cash, but I digress. Number four, title jobs. Why, hello and good afternoon, Barbara. My name is Robert, not, not Barbara. Of course, whatever you say, Barbara. This category is small, short, and sweet. It usually includes all the CEOs, CTOs, CIOs, CAOs, and all the other EIEIO acronyms that go here. This category would also include hyper-specific job specialists that can either be company or industry specific. They are expert level negotiators, networkers, and collaborators. They are the industry experts and may actually lead the industry or set the standard for those to be measured up by. The lines are actually blurred for what they can and cannot accomplish. They're usually responsible for all the decisions and choices that fall onto their shoulders anyway. And some adapt the rules and exceptions and on the fly as they need be or see fit. There is no clear-cut way to apply for these positions. It's really just knowing and owning your work experience and keeping an active networking crowd is really an effective and important focus for those opportunities and vital for consideration. Qualifiers would be along the lines of being a game changer in your industry. People like to work with who they know or what they've heard of. Start here. A solid track record. It's not enough to have just experience. What major contributions have you made in your previous work titles and why? Sell the move. If you are so great, why come work for us? Candidates have invested time and effort into the brand or organization that they are looking for or to sign on to. At this level, it's not just a passing option. It's a requirement. Highly recommended. This goes just above and beyond good networking. Those interested know key company connections around the gatekeepers to be considered favorably in the first place. And those who recommend were also well-known and favorable within the community or the company themselves. Very likable. Nobody wants to work with a jerk, no matter how great they are. They know when business means business, but not at the expense of degrading other former coworkers or potential new ones. Number five. Members only jobs. There be pirates in these waters. All right, so for this group, it includes startup, 
sales, commission-based positions, telemarketers, contract workers, real estate recruiters, estimators, insurance, and you know, just similar patterned opportunities kind of fall uh, into this last section. The requirements, the qualifiers, they're really so divisive and diverse that there's really not a right or wrong way to answer or how to acquire these types of opportunities. They're just simply up to the metrics of the company bringing you on to really judge your rank. This is a highly competitive, very results-based and driven category. These have been noted, but we're not really gonna cover them at this time. All right, so job seekers, those of you who are looking for more options and opportunity and ability for growth, here we go. Get certified. Almost every role has certifications that you can work on to build value. For those starting out, keep in mind that a notary republic, as an example, is something that almost every business could use, and it's also something that you can do on the side to make a small amount of residual income. Remember, the more valuable you are, the easier it is to sell your value to your current company or to your potential new employer. Also, learn. There's so many companies that take on talent who they can cross train or can be industry flexible to make their intent apparent as soon as the first round of interviews pops. Take advantage of this. Resources like YouTube, Udemy.com, Khan Academy, or even Google Primer are great places to learn, study, and take on new challenges that are career focused. You don't look or feel like stagnant deadweight on the pay roster. And some companies are very flexible with actually paying for courses if it would benefit the interests of the company. They get to write it off on their taxes. You get to learn something that will help your career for free. It's a win-win. Udemy, for example, has courses that go on sale for 10 or 15 US dollars often. So again, take advantage of this. Side project pitch. So this is for the little more aggressive folk. With any company, there is gonna be room for optimization or new software opportunities or just new directions in general. Taking on a company problem as a side project will not only show that you're attentive to the business needs, it will also show that you're future-proofing issues that managers and owners just don't have the time to focus in on right now in the moment. It also shows that you're invested in the company long-term. Proceed with caution with this option. You may find yourself chiefly responsible for many problematic issues within the company brought to your attention all at once or an idea that could be a very lucrative or expensive opportunity you have just given away for free. Remember, the majority, if not all, employment agreements signed off on relinquish the signer of all rights, patents, trademarks, and ownership of all ideas, processes, and the like to said company irreversibly. Networking. So we've touched on this a couple times. Networking should be an ongoing, active process. Listen, if you're just starting the networking process when you're looking for a job, it's already too late. Active networking is key to just being known, available, and accessible for those who look at your company's services and consider you as a favorable candidate. This isn't just for networking events. This can take place at coffee shops, grabbing a bite to eat after work with friends or coworkers, even through social media, specifically LinkedIn. These are keys to having people get to know who you are and the value that you bring by being a part of the party or brand that you're involved with. And finally, resource, 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 resource. Actors don't learn a language on their own. Boxers don't just wake up and know what they're going to be training about and how it's going to be. And you may not have all the insight and answers to land that next job properly when you need it. No matter how many networking events you do and how many people like and follow your Instagram or LinkedIn. 
There are dedicated career coaches, resume writers, advocates, all that are focused on your success out there. If you don't win, they don't win. Prices may vary wildly depending on demand, location, and resource. So do your homework and research them, ask questions before you spend any money, before you spend a dime, and make sure that there is a clear statement of expectations before signing off on any payment. This is, however, your future. So whether you are 25, 55, or 105, we do not have all the answers. And nobody wants to be stuck in a job that they can't get out of or in a rut that they can't get hired in. Here at Recruiter Mentor, we've partnered with some really great resources to be able to offer discounts on these types of needs. Just check out the description below or at the end of this video on how to save yourself a few dollars and still yet seriously invest into your future career. So with that being said, that about wraps things up. Did this help you out? What questions do you have, if any? Share your thoughts in the comments below. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter with the hashtag or at Recruitmentary. Follow us on youtube.com forward slash Recruitmentary as well. And check out our newest content on www.recruitmentary.com. New content, new topics every week, all for your success. This is Michael Midnight, class dismissed. Thanks, guys. A Mike Tech Studios production. Sick of spinning your wheels trying to find a job? Filled out applications but still aren't getting interviews? Forever Hire is a staffing agency for candidates, not companies. Their certified resume experts and career coaches have access to a network of thousands of companies, recruiters, HR professionals, and hiring managers. They represent you to companies to help you get hired. Less stress, more interviews. Career coaching, networking on your behalf. Submit resumes directly to recruiters. Find out more on their website at foreverhire.com. As a bonus, when you sign up with your career needs, enter promo code RECRUITMENTARY during checkout and to receive 10% off of your next purchase directly from their website. Invest in your career. Make Forever Hire part of your success plan.